Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. It's fun though, isn't it? Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. Episode of the Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike Crawford. What's up, bro? What up, Brendo? How you doing today, man? I'm doing excellent. I'm gonna see you in a couple of days. That's very exciting. That's what's up. That is what's <laughs> up. Uh, how confident are you in your own home? I'm very confident in my own home. How about yeah. when walking into dark rooms? Is your confidence lower? Are you still the man of the house? Always demand <laughs> Really? Because I do shit without turning on the light all the time, and I'm always shocked when it goes terribly wrong, when I, like, bump into something or drop something. My confidence when I walk in a dark room, I'm like, this is my house. I know where all this shit is. And then I'm like, ah, fuck. Oh, well. I hate when it goes wrong, though. <laughs> but what? Okay. It's our house. Why don't we just turn on the light? Because sometimes that's the reason that you don't turn on the light, because it's your house. You're like, yo, I can do this without I know. the light. It's like, I know where the light switch is. Why don't I just do that one first? And then everything else would come easier. Because like, oh, man, it's only two steps in. I got to grab this thing. I just didn't realize I was going to knock over that other thing and make all this noise. Damn it. It's the worst, man. So I'm not the only one that does stupid shit like that. Oh, no. Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably two of many. Two of a whole lot of people. Ah. Well, I mean, like, it just kind of started this whole thing where it's like, I got to organize the house now. And it's instead of, uh, like, before organizing would be, hey, this doesn't go here. Let me make this section clean by putting this somewhere else. I'm not going to see it anymore. (laughs) And then next time I go in that section, I'm like, damn it, this doesn't go here either. Or something else doesn't go here. You know, I'll deal with it later. So now I'm like, screw it, man. I got to start organizing stuff. Like, just put it where it goes and leave it there. Like, probably normal people do, instead of just moving shit from place to place. But that's just how I keep things going. So Absolutely. I got, but I got to get... What's that? (laughs) I don't organize much around here. I know. Well, it's difficult. So I started... I'm like, okay, I need to get stuff to organize my shit, like shelves or buckets or tubs or something. I need something that, like, is a designated spot for all this stuff. So I've been kind of, like, going out and looking for stuff. Some for the outdoors, some for the inside stuff. But I'm a day walker now. Like, I run my errands <laughs> during the day. Not usually, like, I'm not working. So it's like, it's not after work, during the night. So I'm, I'm out with old people, weirdos, <laughs> dummies, just people walking around aimlessly with nothing to do. I'm like, hey, aren't you in Target to get something? And they're like, not really. I'm like, What? You don't have shit to do, so I've got to try and maneuver around all those people, which is just super the Housewives. Weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm in that category. But, <laughs> dude, I also see all these maniacs that go to Costco, because I'm like, I'm not going to Costco at, you know, 
four thirty, five o'clock. Let me hit like 10, 30, 11. I've seen these maniacs that walk in and get one item. Who goes to Costco for one thing, dude? That's a psych. That's who I want the government watching. That's a psychopath. <laughs> the fact that you can manage and only come out of here with one thing is a skill in its own. Ugh. I mean, why would you ever go to? It's a, it's a warehouse store. It's like a, like why one thing? <laughs> it just it irks me, man. I don't understand. It makes no it. sense. I get. I don't know how you go to any store and buy one thing. Like, if I go in the store and buy one thing, I leave it there. Like I don't want to just buy one thing. <laughs> <laughs> you leave your Salisbury steak on top of some Coors Lights. Yeah, like there you go. There's anywhere in the store. Couldn't find the other stuff I came for. I'm not purchasing just one thing. Sorry. So uh-huh. you don't you don't ever run in and run out of a store, like just to grab yeah, but it, one I'm thing. I'm buying more than one thing. No, no. You're like it's not know, worth one thing it. Kind of weird. Yeah, I need a multiple things. Or is it? Or are you somebody is that's like, damn it, I forgot deodorant. Like I'll go get deodorant, but I'll, while I'm here, I'll get a couple other things. Or you're like, exactly. Fuck it, deodorant tomorrow. <laughs> or or that. Those are about <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> Those are the two options, but uh, but you're still wearing deodorant, deodorant that day. At least you could go in the store fresh that day. The next day you have to go get deodorant. You're gonna be all stanky. That's rude, man. <laughs> I better come up with some other stuff to buy from the grocery store. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> unless you have some form of disease, bo is rude. And I'm a rude person. Time out, How about bro. that? Just be, just because I don't have on deodorant doesn't mean I have bo. No, that's true. I'm kind of smooth like that. Oh shit! Your armpits smell like roses. <laughs> roses, man. Uh, We're rosing it all the time. I wish mine smell like a cat died in a dumpster fire. <laughs> no, my farts <laughs> don't even stink, bro. Oh, my farts could clear out a room. We've already had the dryer sheet conversation. <laughs> we did have the dryer sheet conversation, which is it makes it very so nice much. I'm so much. I mean, I thought it was going to stop tolerable. when I when I quit drinking. I thought it was going to get better, bro. It doesn't matter. Like I think I've just <laughs> messed up my insides for life, and it's like anything that escapes has to go through the ruins of what I've done throughout my thirty six <laughs> years on this earth. And it's like Indiana Jones when he comes out of the Temple of Doom may have whatever he was going in for, but he looks like shit and smells like shit. That's how it comes <laughs> out, even when I eat eggs and veggies, baby. Hey, yo. But you know, at least you know what you're dealing with. A beer always made it way worse. Which, by the way, when you go to IKEA, which I will not go for my storage stuff, they if you spend more than a hundred bucks, they should give you like a case of Stormaspork or whatever their you know local beer is in Sweden. Like you know, you're gonna fuck this thing up when you're building it, or you're gonna want to smash it, or it's not gonna work. Let's just give you a case of beer. Let's let's you expedite you the should, process. Just, you just shouldn't go to IKEA unless you have someone to build it for you. I'm never going to IKEA again. Never. I hate IKEA. I always mess it up. I always mess up. I'm done. I'm done with IKEA. IKEA is the worst. I'll pay the extra to come to have something delivered that's already put together. I'm over them. Did you <laughs> did you ever I'm build stuff when you were like drunk or high? I no. dude. I'm well, everything I did when I was high because I'm always high. So <laughs> 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 well, dude, I noticed like if I I built something when I was drunk, that means that it's like 
it's going to be put together as best it can after the point where I lost my shit and broke something. Then it's like, damn it, okay, I'm still only halfway done. i got to figure out how to make the rest of it work with what I've got left and the broken. How do I hide the broken part? And then anytime I was high, I'm just like, yeah, I'll finish that when I wake up. Like, it <laughs> never gets It'll done. Be there. It'll be there. Hanging It'll pictures drunk, there. extra <laughs> holes in the wall. Hanging pictures high, everything's crooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I've never really, really, really been a drinker, so I can't speak on the drunk thing, but yeah, man. But I've oh. only put about three things from Ikea together. All I needed to know that it's not for me. Three is enough. It's the worst, man. Nobody has the patience because it's... <laughs> Not, you know, it's cheap because the material itself is cheap. So you have to be very careful with it. The problem is when you're building stuff, you don't want to be very careful with it because you're like, look, I know this goes in here. It's a screw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll go. And then you're like, fuck, this whole panel just split and I'm building a bed. (laughs) It's off. You know, they sell like whole kitchens. Who would build a kitchen from Ikea? That's weird. So everything. And it's the worst because you have to build it all yourself. It's the worst thing ever. If you don't go there for a lamp, don't go. They should be banned from selling stuff, actually. Why? They should just take Ikea out. (laughs) You know what they should do? They should just, like, that's how how we know who is, is not the smartest tool in the shed. Is if they're walking in Ikea optimistic, just go, all right. Just leave them in there. Just lock them in the back. They don't Let deserve me stop to be hating on the man's man. Shout out to the man's man who wants to build everything for his woman and their home. Shout out to you, brother. Wish you the best of luck because I'm not for it. <laughs> oh, that stuff's fun. I, actually, if you get quality furniture, which obviously it's expensive, and put it together yourself, it's very rewarding. Very rewarding. It is for those who are willing to do it. That's right. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, but you have helping hands. I'm help. I can help. I'm smart. So do you have any you rhythm? Do. Yes. You do? Do you think you could play the drums? I used to play the drums. Did you really? Yeah. Really? When? In like middle and high school, up until about the ninth grade. So through the wait, end, were you in drumline or like like school band? Yeah, so drumline. No, no, no. We weren't like the marching band. We just like play for like concerts and stuff like that at school. No marching, no football. We didn't have middle school football like you guys got in Cali. Like we didn't have middle like school football, oh. at least not in Palmdale. Cool, but like some places have junior high football teams and stuff. Like I lived in Pennsylvania, they had junior high football, like stuff like that. Like we didn't have that. Like you had to play like local. Yeah, like a like your youth recreational yeah, youth, park. Youth, you yeah, go, yeah, you go. sign up, and yeah, we had the yeah, same. Yes, so we had that, but um. No, I played at school. What kind of drums? I mean, you had to play both, like the like the roots drum set drums. Oh, you like, played a straight snare cymbal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your favorite tune? I don't know, man. It's so long ago. I don't remember, but yeah. Here come the matadors, or whatever your fucking name was. Here come the titans. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't a titan yet. I was actually um. Hmm. What a was GW's nickname? No, no, no. GW. I, we had a nickname and I don't remember it. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah, that's so uh, that's I'm not true. So I don't remember remember my middle school. I actually my I don't even know if we had one. one. But my middle school in Pennsylvania was the Grenadiers. I remember that. The the red syrupy stuff you put in a Shirley Temple. I'm presuming the so. Grenadines. No, the Grenadiers, like the general dude or something. I don't know. He was a dude on a horse or something. <laughs> like, I, I have no. I actually have no reason, no re- research. I was only there for six months. Um, I don't think you should have yeah. to know what the mascot is or what it stands for. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I, don't. I have no, no clue. But yeah, I play drums. And since I'm left-handed, I had to cross hands because you have to hit certain things with certain hands. So. Yeah. That way your hand's positioned for the next... Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Well, dude, I found the new gig that I want, and it involves drums. What do you want to do now? So I we went out to, weirdly, I've been to a couple of celebrations of life within the past week. So uh, this past Saturday, we went out to the beach for one of my wife's friends, lost her husband's very, very sad. They had a beautiful ceremony service for him. It was just a like a paddle out celebration of life. So we just went to support the family or whatever. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, this is tough, but, you know, got to move on and, and just celebrate them as you can. So there was a dude, since it was on the beach, they hired somebody to play the steel drums, which was pretty cool. But this guy's got the best gig ever. I'm telling you, I want this job. It's not, it looks so fun, even though that was kind of like a weird place to have it. I want to do it for like a beach wedding, you know, like a, a party at the beach. But he had his steel drum set up, and he had a little speaker with his phone plugged in, and he just played random music that had steel drum in it and would just kind of randomly bop around, not to the rhythm, like just filler. Like, hey, pretend like you're playing this stuff. Every now and again, if you're on <laughs> tune, people look at you and go, hey, look at this guy. But like I was walking around, people were like, man, this guy's good. I'm like, watch his hands. Did like he, he only hits it every like fourth beat. <laughs> Did you have a conversation with him? No, but I should have asked him what company he worked for. Take his job. You man. should have asked him, does he really know the songs? Or is no, it just no. Scamming and, folks? Anytime I was like not watching the kids or talking to somebody, I was watching this dude. I'm like, I got to see how to do this. What, like, how much is this guy getting paid? Because even if it's 50 bucks, you do that at a party, you're hanging out at the beach, you're having fun. Come on, man. That's the best gig ever. We used to pay a dude $75 an hour to stand around in our company suit when we had events on the weekend. Bro, he used to make so much money. Like a good-looking person? about standing somewhere else, huh? Like a good-looking person? No, I mean, we had a suit for him. It was like our company. Oh, you're talking like, about, suit. like, the tune get, like, sign-flipping, wear a box of cereal. No sign-flipping, though. He literally just had to stand outside of the event. And maybe shake some kids' hands if they came. But half the time, no one showed up anyway. So he was getting paid $75 an hour for about eight hours, to seven sweat. hours. No, but we weren't really tight on it. So we would let him come in, take it off. It had a built in like cooling system. Nice, bro. So he, I mean, he why didn't you sign up to be Mr. McGiblets? Because I worked at the company, so I couldn't do it. You can't double time and go, hey, man, I'll work no. the door and. Conflict and interest when you're working in health insurance, man, especially for the What are you talking about? You like to help people and have a good time. Nothing wrong with that. 
Yeah, I wish I could have. $75 an hour and I already had to be there. Yeah, come on, double pay me this $10. Hey, Christopher Lloyd said it best in Camp Nowhere. He said, just because you're uh, smart doesn't mean you can't act stupid. You know what I'm <laughs> oh, saying? No, don't worry. I tried. I tried. I asked him. I was like, man, how often do y'all hire these people? Because I might quit this job and take on that job. Because even just on the weekend, if I'm doing that two days on the weekends, Saturday and Sunday, make it $800 a day. Seven hundred dollars a day. Come on. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's a nice gig. (laughs) But it seems like it would suck. Like it would not be fun after twenty minutes. It's probably not fun at all. Nah, I think it would be fun a little bit. You can mess with people. They can't. They don't know who you are. Oh, I mess with kids all the time. It's the best. (laughs) You have two. You should. Yeah, I told a kid one time, we were in the store around, uh, it was December-ish, I was in the store with my wife, and, and there was a kid, it's not my fault, this kid was wandering away from his mom, his mom was down the aisle, he was on the other end looking at something, and I went to go turn, and I just said, hey kid, Jesus is fake, Santa Claus is real, see ya, and I just walked away, so now that kid's gotta go through life, you know, asking his parents why they left him alone in the store. Yeah, that was so wrong. I know. I know you wouldn't like it, but I still had to say it because it happened. (laughs) Shout out to that little kid. I hope you weren't forever traumatized. If so, have your parents call Brendan. This is the Black Irish Podcast. (laughs) Oh, you know who they're going to blame if they call the Black Irish Podcast anyway? You. (laughs) In most cases, they would. But you just red-handed toad on yourself, so they oh, can't believe it. Oh, it doesn't matter. Case. They figure a way to pin it on you. They you got would. it out of me. <laughs> uh, but then I went to, actually, funny enough, the reason why we're recording a little bit late today is because I just came from another one. There was a comic who had killed himself like two and a half years ago um, that they dedicated a park bench to him at Reseda Park. So I was out doing that and checking it out. It was a nice little thing. It, it was on the local news, I think, or something like that. So, shout out to Brody Stevens, uh, forever gone, but always in our hearts and minds. But that also got me thinking, too. And on a lighter note. (laughs) Uh, My celebration of life, I want an interactive photo booth. You know how, like, what, what, what? Why are you upset already? I have to stop you there because who's going to be in picture taking mode, bro? You are not. It's my like, Brenda, celebration. Right? Like, yes, but I understand your celebration. So you want them both there. But let's think about the overall who in there is going to want to take a picture. So that's just the, the kind list. of person that would be at my celebration of life. No, because I'll be there and I'm not taking a single picture. Why? So they're going to You don't take it, pictures anyway, a- Mike. You don't count. But it doesn't matter. No one want to take a picture because everyone will be crying. Brenda, Brenda, it's, it's dude. Much you know how hilarious those life. pictures would be with me in the back, like with a whoopee cushion and somebody crying hysterically. That'd be great. But the, like, if you go to like Dodger Stadium or something like that, they have interactive things where like you sit down, like you're pretending you're in the dugout or whatever, and then uh, you know, CGI Clayton Kershaw comes and sits next to you, and you're sitting in the dugout with Kershaw, it takes your picture. And then, boom. Yeah, guess what? Kershaw's not dead. (laughs) I know, but you're telling me that if Kershaw was dead, 
You wouldn't want to go get a picture with him after the fact because you didn't have a chance to take one recently? Fuck off. It's a great idea. No. Hey, it would be a great idea at your three-year celebration. Give people three, three years year. to kind of, like, deal with it. No, at your no, actual no, no, funeral, no, no. Brendan, that would be a very bad idea. And that person would get paid to do nothing because no one would take I don't think so. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I don't wrong. think so. I think the kind of people no- that would show up to mine would appreciate the way I would want it to go and would indulge me in the afterlife. Or for the fact maybe that I fake my like death fuck. and I just want to see who my real friends are who are going <laughs> to go in the photo booth. And guess what, Mike? You just got found out. <laughs> hey, they would miss you like fuck. And I thought you were green you. inside like me, Mike. I thought we were the same. No one, no one wants to be on taking pictures of while tears are running down their face. So don't cry before you go in the photo booth. Like, get your shit together, man. How are you man? not going to cry, Brendan? That just sounds unreasonable, sir. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. Uh, well, I, I come think you are things, underestimating the power of laughter and love. The people that come to these things love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they love that I'm a nut job that would have a photo booth that I could still take pictures and ruin your pictures even when I'm gone. And they would be crying. Laughing. Christ, I'm getting all emotional (laughs) from it. Whatever, bro. Speaking of nothing, did you see, I don't even remember the guy's name and I really should. Uh, He had his first start in baseball in the majors and he threw a no-hitter. It is very first yeah. outing. He no hit the Padres and cost my brother like eight hundred bucks. Well, that's on his part line. That's a tough story but for your brother, it. but it's a great story <laughs> for this kid. Yeah, but yeah, great story for that kid and his parents were there. I believe I saw that, so that's that's good, man. That's what's up. That's amazing. We need more pitchers now. He needs to go play for the Red Sox. Well, he we had one right good now. game. One good game. Relax. So, okay. That got me We had a 10 and a half game lead six weeks ago. Yeah. Well, six the weeks ago. have also been running with their legs on fire. So, I don't know. But they're going to come down. The Yankees always kind of cool off right before postseason, at least the past few years. They, like, have a little have a little lull, little hitch in their giddy-up. So, you guys just got to be ready. Tonight. But that got me thinking about the, the no-no. Like, what is the one individual sports feat? That you would like because like there's a ton of team stuff. Whatever. If that you got I would to, like, yeah, an individual accomplishment in any sport, what would it be? Uh, Maris's record because it's never going to be broken. Think so? It's never going to be broken. Sixty-one straight. No one's ever going to hit in sixty-one straight games ever again ever. Pitching is too set up for that not to happen. Yeah, they have too many specialists now for somebody not them not to be able to bring in somebody to get you out, and maybe the biggest moment of the biggest like, like there's somebody to get you. I don't care who you are, Trout, Otani, anybody. You're not hitting 61 straight, bro. It's never being broken. I love to have that record because Roger Maris is always going to be talked about ever. Anytime somebody starts going 10, 15 straight, his name's going to come up, and they're never really going to reach it. Did you ever see the movie 61 Asterisk with? Uh... Thomas Jane. Yeah, they try to say it's 60. Okay, whatever. 60, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with the that was the Punisher. That was dude, that was still a good movie. And uh oh, Barry Barry not white, even though I like him. Fucking Barry, Barry whatever. Barnes? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in like the like ESPN docu's for a while there. After that, like he, I think he played Dale Earnhardt or something like that. Barry Pepper. There we go. Oh, got there. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something about Barry Bonds and his cheating home run record. No, no, there. no. But I see. I was thinking for me, it might be a perfect game. But that was I, gonna be my second choice. I think it's interesting that we kind of both came around to the fact that it baseball's like the hardest sport. It's got to be because they have all the hardest records, the hardest things to individually I mean, do. Everything else, technically speaking, besides golf. But like, would you want to do a hole in one? Like, well, see, everybody's that's what done I was everything. Was like, what about the course record at like Augusta National? Like to have the course record of like a fifty. Seven, yeah. I mean, or something to always screwy. have it like you would have to put it something way out there, you yeah. Know what I mean, so I do think the a, perfect day, someone's, game, a perfect game for me, yeah. Perfect game is it's, it was my second choice because even though other people have done it, like that list of perfect game isn't very and to do that is very hard, yeah. To do, and I to go I, all nine innings is hard. I period. definitely appreciate the the 61 games in a row hitting streak that is incredibly impressive but for an individual feat you know if if you pitch a perfect game the only person you needed was the catcher and the umpire like you didn't need somebody to throw you the ball to hit it you didn't need somebody to not make a play or or be in the wrong position like it's you and the batter one-on-one mano a mano and you mowed 27 of them down or figured out a way to get them you know so I think that's what I would lean to, but okay. yeah, I'm just one for I'm just one for always wanting to be the record like that and ain't being broken. Like I want something that ain't coming down. If there was another record I knew for sure that wasn't coming down, like Jerry Rice's two thousand yard season might be another one of those. Like I don't, but it's possible because I is. think I think Megatron got like nineteen hundred. He was real so it's, close, it's, real yeah, close. It was, it's, he was on pace and then slowed down the end of the season, and he had Matt Stafford as quarterback. So I'm believing it's probably possible, but. I don't know. It's going to be hard because they would start like double teaming you. Like, it would always be somebody over the top. Like it would be hard to keep that, you know what I'm saying? Keep that pace. But like, I want my record to not be wrong. And Roger Maris is never coming down. What if somebody just bunted 62 games in a row, but found a way? Would you be okay with I mean, that? You, you would have the record. I would have to respect it. Yeah. Like David Ortiz probably could have the record if he chose to do that, the way they shifted on him. He could have bunted down the third baseline 62 games because they wouldn't have changed the shift because of how dangerous he was. Exactly. So they wouldn't have. But would that mean? But you know what? You know what? How you get paid? It ain't hitting bunts down the left field and down the third baseline, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's how you that name, got the name up. Big Pops <laughs> Poppy. Oh. Trimming it around that pesky pole, baby. He didn't Hitting even need the pole. The bullpen used to clear out when he would be up. They're like, I'm getting hit by one of these rockets. Well, that's just one of those 250 feet green monster shots. Yo, that band box in Boston is such a cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a home run in Boston, man. But then you try to go deep center and, and then you're, Yeah, you're no man's land. <laughs> like, yeah, you're never going to hit it out of there. That was like the old Minute Maid Park when, uh, when they redid it. For the Astros, when it was like Bagwell, Biggio, and Beltron, when they were when they were all raking, and uh, you know they had like they had the outfield was completely it was super bitching, and then the last like 
I don't know, I want to say 16 to 20 feet of dead center, it went up a grassy hill <laughs> to the fence. And you're like, how many people are going to yeah. break their fucking ankles on this, you idiots? Just for a feature to look cool? Thing, like, so crazy. And yeah. even though it's a short porch in Boston, you got to hit it high because we got the monster. Yeah. So things that would be home runs in most places turn out to be singles in Boston. <laughs> And, and you know, whoever put that statement together is a, such a cheat. That's like a cheat statement. <laughs> I thought you didn't like cheats, Mike. I don't, but I like Boston. Oh, okay. So we let the stadium architect and designer off the hook, but Tom Brady is a sucker for life. For life. I see it. Buddy. I see it. So, so since you're uh, doing one of those, are you an armchair quarterback too? Like one of the games on? Are you calling the plays before they happen and then screaming because they don't? I try. I try. I think I. Be, I think I be no. I think I'm better than Romo. Really. I think I'm really as good. So, do you Romo try and there. do it as commentator, or do you? Are you like, man, I could be a coach. I think I could be a coach, be sometimes, but I'd be doing it as a commentator. But sometimes I'd be like, man, I could have called this, man. I could have called this game. I actually could have called a better play than they did. Yeah, but, but here's that's the always thing, after the fact. Like <laughs> you and, and other people like you, including myself, by the way, it's like the NFL finds talent. They would have they would have found me if I was such a great play caller. You know, and they know, it's not technically speaking, because you're not calling they're they find talent in places like you have to be calling plays somewhere for them to find. Like, well, that's the point is plays. like anybody that sits on their couch and is like, oh, man, I could be calling better than this, you know, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but you can't get off your ass to coach your local peewee team. So nobody's going to take you seriously, bro. Why don't you just that's watch the true. game? Kurt Warner was working at the grocery store. He forced his way on the team. That's right. And now he's an MVP, buddy. MVP. And, and he's they didn't find him. He found job for life. Everybody loves for Warner. life. Yes. See, so it happens all different ways, man. Except yeah. he did catch a lot of shit when he started wearing a glove. <laughs> and deservingly so. Say, man, my man, my man follows the rules. No glove, no love, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, did man. you realize that internet man. cookies like that whole thing has been going on for years? Since yes. the internet started? And they're just recently telling you, like, oh, by the way, you know what cookies is? That's when we steal all your information. <laughs> You're like, oh, because you have to accept it on websites now. Like, they're just going like, all right, people are kind of wise to it now. We can't violate their privacy anymore. But that just means that for years and years and years, this has already been going on. And they named it something that nobody's going to be mad at. You're like, cookies? What is cookies? I don't know. Probably fine. Sounds fine. Talking about the internet, you know, I got an email from you all's told people, man. They had a breach. Did you get that? No. Oh. Yeah, the California told people had a breach. And I got an email because someone's trying to file a class action lawsuit. What? I hope that nobody got my information, bro. And if you do, please don't use it. You won't get much anyway. No, by the way, <laughs> class action lawsuits are not worth anything really like we just got like three well, I'm talking like, about the people who stole who breached i don't care about the class action yeah. lawsuit even though i got the email i'm talking about the people who did the breach and might have access to my social and the things i used to pay my toll while i was in california don't use my stuff it won't help you 
<laughs> They're gonna sell it, bro. We're not too far away from Mexico. We need some socials. No, that's what the uh, article said that they're planning on selling it. You know, T-Mobile slash Sprint just got a breach recently too, and I have them also. Like my stuff could just be all over the world right now. Guess what, Blake? What you are all do? over the world right now. How's that feel? Do you know what a cache is? I still yes. don't know what that is. I don't know. I just cleared it. <laughs> exactly. I, I guess I don't even still know what cookies are, really, except that they made two things that are like, oh, that doesn't doesn't sound harmful at all. You I share your cookies you. and you clear your cache. That's how your computer works. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Whatever you want, Internet. Fuck me. I mean, whoever is at the top <laughs> of that marketing department, like, I hope they're doing really well right now. Whoever was the internet's marketing department, good for you. You did well. Oh, they're doing anything you if you had anything to do with the creation of the internet, you're doing well. So yeah. all the money yeah. there, but. Way to go, Al Gore. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are you watching right now? Besides hard football. knocks. Hard knocks, preseason, anything football I'm watching. I'm also uh it's like there was a recent season of LA's finest new season, so I'm watching that. Nice. Jump back into that. Uh, did you see that Beckett is out on Netflix with John David Washington? I did see it. I didn't get to watch it yet. So. Are you I'm interested in all? It looks interesting to me. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a go. I'd never tried to watch Tenet because I heard it was just not even worth trying. So, but I was really excited about watching it. So I'm hoping that this is like a watered down version that I'm like, okay, it's a regular movie with him in it. Cause I loved him in ballers. He's great in ballers. So I was like, oh, okay. I got to start watching him wherever he goes now. So I had my eye on him and then it was like, Ooh, tenant. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. There's also uh there's something I want to uh, check out on Apple plus or Apple TV, whatever the hell they call it. Um, called Coda. It's child of deaf adults. So it's like a movie about it or something like that. I'm just interested because my very first girlfriend I ever had was a child of deaf parents. Both her parents were deaf. I mean, I guess you can't. They had to change the movie title to Coda because if you put Co-DP, that would be a completely different movie. But... (laughs) I mean, if you don't know what DP is, just look it up on your work computer. It's not a big deal. But I am interested because, I, you know, I do have like a little a little place for that in my heart. And I want to see kind of what, you know, what their deal was and how they kind of portray it and see, you know, if it's kind of accurate, lines up with what I know from my personal experience with this person. Which also, by the oh, way, would be interesting. My first my first girlfriend I was dating her, and my best friend was dating uh, her best friend. And then, after a couple of weeks, we decided that we liked the other girls better, so we <laughs> asked them if we could switch, and they were like, yeah, that's okay. So then we just started making out with the other person, but all four of us still hung out together. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's not, that's not cool. That's not cool. Why is that not cool? <laughs> so that was my first, that was in middle school. Those, that was my middle school. Maybe maybe it was cool in middle school. Everybody did it in middle school. That was my that. first and second girlfriend. And then my third girlfriend I broke up with uh, to lose my virginity. So it's amazing that I'm married. It, those are, those are my first 
like three relationships. <laughs> it's amazing that I made it through this life it's with amazing, anybody it's loving amazing me that ever. You're <laughs> it's amazing that you're married, Brendan. Now I've got to hold on to her for dear life because there's no way I make it out with anybody else ever again. <laughs> uh, nor would I want to anyway. There you go, bro. Oh, shit. Well, this week's Spotify playlist, we're going with Buster Rhymes and Motley Crue. Have you ever tried to memorize the lyrics to a Busta Rhymes song? Absolutely not. I can't even move my lips that fast, so I'm, I'm good. Dude, it's insane. Memorizing lyrics used to be like a talent. It used to be a really hard thing to do because you would just have to listen to the song over and over and over and over. And if you were the lucky person that happened to have the money to buy the CD or cassette, you would flip open the little page and read along the lyrics while you listen to the song on repeat until you memorize that motherfucker. Did you ever do that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So what was the first song you memorized the lyrics to? Do you even remember? Probably Usher. <gasps> you got My it, way. you got it bad. That one? No, no, no. I'm just way kidding. That was that. way later. My Way. Right. Oh, yeah, it's My Way. O'clock. I don't think My All Way is the name of the CD, actually. Is... My drop top. You were there cruising you the streets, bro? That was the fucking jam when it came out. That is true. (laughs) But that wasn't like you didn't have to try hard to memorize those lyrics. Like, they just came to you. (laughs) There you go, buddy. It was basically came with your Happy Meal at McDonald's, those lyrics. Keep keep it simple, man. Don't get too too dynamic initially. I tried to to memorize the alphabet aerobics at one point. (laughs) That was fairly pointless. I think I made it up to, like... G or H on a I think so. Not a fan of Black Alicious? Nope. Nope, not at all. Absolutely not. Oh shit, man. Well, are you excited to come out to Cali? Absolutely. I'm always excited to see the sunrise on the beach, bro. All right. Nothing better. There's not a moment in the world better than that moment. We're going to sunrise together. We're going to fantasy football kids, draft no together. Like, We're going to be. No kid. Nah, yeah, I don't got no kids. So I haven't had that moment yet. Sorry to say. No, you can go to the beach with my kids for now. You can borrow them. They so, love you. No, I'm just talking about comparing moments because I said it was like the greatest moment. You mean someone who listening. If I had kids, I'd be like, yo, what about the time you had your kids? I don't have kids. Oh, that was. Oh, okay. I get it. That was a slow play putting it out there. I, I like that. In public, isn't that weird? All right. Well, hey, uh, all you California hotties, <laughs> when you see this guy on the beach uh, this upcoming weekend, feel free to approach him and smack him on the butt. That's how he likes to be greeted. No, no. He likes to be touched immediately before he knows you. Come Please up, take a shot. selfie with him. He loves that. He's going to be on Cameo shot. soon. <laughs> He wants to get his face out there, people. Let's make Mike Crawford famous again. I'm going to have on a wedding ring. (laughs) Shit. You could have on a friendship ring. That's it. And I'll tell everybody. Doesn't matter. He's available. Ready for you. Ready and raring to go. He's waiting for sunsets. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, right, man. I'm going to be like, I'm going to have you surrounded in a little bubble. Just gonna be like, hey, back off, back off. He's like, he's got this weird white entourage, like two midgets, 
This blonde lady. <laughs> this guy's just barking out orders to people. He must be famous. People are gonna think you're like a fucking rapper or something. It's gonna be fantastic, bro. <laughs> Uh, either that or it's like a make a wish like hey he wanted to meet his favorite football player he's only my kids only got three weeks to live we're taking him to the beach <laughs> oh shit well on that note make sure to follow us at Black Irish Pod, at Brendala7, at Black Irish213 on Instagram. We're on YouTube, wherever you podcast. Make sure to share. If you listen to this, even if you didn't like it, share it. Just give us a Please. chance. That's all we want. If you don't get share. repeat business, that's fine with us. We just want to get a shot. That's all we need. So your knowledge drop of the week is grill spray mm-hmm. is like the male Pam. Just get onto it. Use it. Don't be afraid of it. But also, don't do it when there's already a fire there, because your hand will explode. <laughs> Can't wait to see you, buddy. Take it easy. Love y'all. Too, Have a good one.